Good morning. This is Joe McHugh with your Liberty Strikes Back podcast. I'm broadcasting from my Ford Focus, which is sitting in an AutoZone parking lot in Fort Worth, Texas. And the noise that you hear in the background is freezing rain that is hitting the car. It's about 20-some-odd degrees, and we are going through a couple-day patch. Wednesday night through Friday is what it's projected. Patch of weather where it's going to be freezing temperatures and a mixture of freezing ice and snow in Texas. And if you were paying attention last year, about the same time in February, uh, they had a two to two and a half week spell of sub-freezing temperatures mixed with ice and freezing rain and snow that knocked out a lot of people's heat here in Texas simply because the infrastructure here is not prepared to deal with it. Anyway, I share that to give you a little context for what uh, what I'm going to chat about or what we're going to talk about today. I have a couple of options. Well, I guess maybe I should back up. I should. The reason why I'm in my car is because Well, since I left the island of Puerto Rico in 2018 to launch my business, Earth Loans, in Buffalo, and then to run for president and write the book, things have gotten progressively worse. Um, The business didn't get launched because, initially because the contract uh, promised to dilute me out of 100% of my equity over the next 15 years. It was missing a mandatory dilution clause. And then, subsequently, when I was offered another opportunity to submit my business to the contest, I asked for a non-dilutive stake, and they simply just rejected it. So that's when I I wrote the book, Hijacking America, Liberty Strikes Back. But then the book, the publisher of the book, had me under contract through August of 2021, and they delayed the publishing of the book until after the election cycle. Which means that, or which meant that, the 9-11 story and the logic behind the inside job that I was attempting to present to the public was suppressed until after the election. And... Now that it's no longer under contract, I'm having a exceedingly difficult time getting the book properly re-edited because, well, I was using a computer to do that and words on the computer would actually would change in real time. I attempted to send it to somebody on Upwork and they said that they're not able to edit it because the error would come back with errors. 
the document rather would come back with errors. And when I attempted to record it with my phone uh, and then edit it, the editing, well, the, the recording itself would come through with some noise uh, that would disqualify it from being inaudible. And then the editing, the editing software just stopped working on the phone. So I haven't been able to get the book published or republished, rather, under the new title, which apparently was an issue as well because the long title, Hijacking America, Liberty Strikes Back, presented some legal challenges that I've only been made aware of because of hints coming from the other side of people who are stuck on the other side of the the curtain, uh, the secrecy curtain. Anyway, apparently there's another book. There's another book called Hijacking America published by European. And so since then, uh, and for the last 10 years, I've been unable to get gainful employment. I've applied to a number of different jobs, including things at the retail level to things that I'm you know, better qualified to do in contract sales and finance. And every time, especially two more recently, two more recent opportunities, I've received contracts that uh, include a very broad confidentiality agreement and also includes no promise to pay, very similar to the agreement that I had with Earth Loans and the venture capital company in Buffalo. And so, and so because of these, these agreements that I've not been able to accept without subjecting myself to labor without pay, in other words, slavery, I have not been able to get gainful employment, which means that I've been living off of my beach body income because it's multi-level marketing. I've still been able to maintain that. And that's not enough to keep me out of the car. It's just enough to keep me, keep some food in my stomach. And up until just this couple past couple of days, it's been able to keep me fighting with the computer and, you know, trying to get the book published and do some things. But a conversation I had a couple of days ago triggered me because this person said once again questioned whether or not the challenges that I've been dealing with are real rather than mental and I lost my temper and destroyed the computer slammed it on the concrete because not only is it real I can prove it's real I have the contracts in my email, and I can send them, I can publish them if there's a place for me to publish it. And I also have a video proving that my 2012 Chevy Volt was hacked and that all cars are subject to hacking, anything with electronics in it. All these things are true. 
But here's something else I want to share with you because I am at an inflection point again and I have a choice to make. And the choice is to go to Europe to visit a buddy of mine in Portugal, which would be the first time leaving American soil since I got out of the Marine Corps. And I've made a point not to do that because, well, it wasn't safe for Americans who have been deemed enemies of the state to leave American soil because even President Obama was taking people out who were part of so-called ISIS you know, Americans, you know, there's an American who joined ISIS and President Obama took him out with a bomb. And uh, so I've been concerned about leaving American soil uh, for that reason. But I've also learned a few things that that I feel are important to share because if I do go outside of the American soil and I am brought into custody or somehow brought into the other side where I find myself in a situation like Jesse Ventura found himself in a room with men wearing suits with guns basically saying you gotta stop talking about this or bad things will happen which by the way is not unique to Jesse Ventura if you listen to Warren G's song, Regulator, there's a there's a verse in there where he says he pulls up and to a buddy to some some people shooting dice. And uh, I can't remember the verse right now exactly verbatim, but you know, said let's do this and then some people some pull pull some guns and he says, I'm stuck. What he's referring to there is the entrapment that most of America and the Western world is living under. It's a covert authoritarian trap entrapment, which uh, I think Peng, Peng Shu or something, a Chinese guy um, recently described it as a covert authoritarianism, and he's right. That's exactly what we're dealing with. But it gets really, really crazy. And if someone doesn't explain it on this side, then then people who are not subject to it or not part of it will not understand what the hell is going on. So let me try to break this thing down to you. The people on the other side, which it seems like there's... I would have to venture a guess, a conservative estimate of no, no less than 98% of everyone that you see on television is under, is part of the compromised community. And the compromised community are people who, it's 5 a.m., I woke up after hearing some ringing in the ears quickened heartbeat, inability to sleep, which I've been dealing with for the last week while sleeping in my car. And at the same time, I've been seeing headlines of Havana Syndrome on the TV at Planet Fitness. 
So, because I yawned, and I might as well tell you a little bit about that, and then I'll get back into the two truths and a lie. But Havana Syndrome is directed energy used against spies, not just Americans, but international spies, and um, anybody who apparently crosses the path of people who have the control of the directed energy are using it and the it's a it's a it's an amazing weapon because there's no way to prove that you are subject to a directed energy weapon you will hear ringing in your ears you will have a quickened heartbeat you will have an inability to sleep and you may suffer uh, your immune system may be breaking down you might actually get sick which is actually what I'm starting to starting to feel. Um, you may suffer from seizure or stroke. Uh, you may have some... Uh, your eyesight may worsen after prolonged exposure. I found that uh, mushrooms and microdosing on shrooms, uh, for me, through Beachbody, actually, uh, with the Shakeology product, it's got a lot of mushroom product in there. This helps because I've been dealing with this for a while, actually, about 10 years, since I got out of the Marine Corps. And it was happening in my house. And then just this past week, uh, because I've been parked in this auto zone parking lot for about a month, been happening here, which is probably why somebody invited me to park in front in their driveway because it's probably not as easy to gain permission from an individual who's protected by a union on the other side, whereas a corporation with employees who may have assisted in attempting to get my car fixed may be compromised and may have to agree to yeah, subjecting me to a Vena syndrome since I'm still on the lot. In any case, let's get back to two truths and a lie because I can't prove the Havana syndrome, neither can any other person out there, you know, uh, people who've worked for the CIA and FBI, and there have been a number of people who have reported these types of incidents. All you have to do is look it up online. And each of these people have been treated the same way. The DOD, CIA, FBI have all basically denied uh, that any of this is actually happening and have called into question the sanity of the person that is describing symptoms because there's no measurable physiological issue that could potentially be causing this. There's no way to easily measure whether or not a person is being subject to radiation because these directed radiation beams or these, these electromagnetic pulses is not a consistent, persistent thing. It's something that is happens from time to time in which, and when it does happen, the easiest way to deal with it is simply just to leave the room or in my case, Stay away from the car. 
Uh, but it is happening, and there are, there are thousands of people within the American service that are suffering from directed energy and the symptoms of it. Loss of memory, loss of eyesight, inability to sleep, loss of coherent thought. Um, and from what I've gathered, the only reason why I'm still in the shape that I'm in is because of the Shakeology and the mushrooms in it that I've been using for 10 years. But uh, I no longer have the ability to receive mail. The post office has been, they got a post office box in San Diego and the postal employees weren't providing me with my Shakeology or any of the mail that uh, that was sent. So the postal employees are have started de, uh, denying denying me at the post office box. And I don't have another address because I'm sleeping in a car and I'm effectively homeless and I have been since I left the island in 2018. So anyway, wanted to share this, uh, the Havana syndrome because that sort of thing is happening and the CIA, FBI, and DOD personnel that are talking about it are not lying. They really are subject, uh, they really are dealing with symptoms of directed energy that have caused uh, tinnitus and ringing in the ears and, and you know, a number of other issues, seizures, stroke, uh, loss of eyesight, inability to sleep, quickened heart rate, possibly cancer. Uh, and that, you know, might be the reason why, I don't know, there's, uh, anyway, Havana syndrome is real. The other thing that I wanted to chat about, the real reason why I wanted to get on and talk this evening, or this morning, rather, uh, or whatever time you're listening to it, it's it's 10 after 6 central time in Texas at this point, 6 a.m., I wanted to talk about the two truths and a lie and, and how the people are compromised and exactly how we could end up in a completely hijacked scenario here in the United States. Everybody you see on television is part of the deep state. So let's talk about, let's first start explaining what the deep state is. The deep state is the intelligence community. It's not just limited to uniformed personnel or non-uniformed agents of the government. It includes anybody who may be, I mean, initially I thought it was just people who worked for the CIA or FBI or DOD, but I've more recently learned that it's anybody who is a potential contractor, which means that you are an employee of a corporation that's controlled by the Fed, which is the vast majority of the people in America and around the world. Or you are a contractor to an organization that is, some, that is associated with the federal government in some way, shape, or form. Which again, since the U.S. government is the largest employer in the world... And that doesn't even include the contractors. We have, you know, it's the largest net. And therefore, um, virtually everybody that 
that you see on TV and the vast majority of your neighbors, friends, and family are subject to this. Uh, and they're not allowed to talk about it because the, cl- the information is still classified, um, which is part of what I was attempting to declassify as part of the 2020 campaign. But you may have seen an art, you know, an advertisement on YouTube or TV, or the a Navy advertisement that says the best technology is invisible. What that is describing is the ability for some people on the other side to observe the actions of others who are. That, that are not yet on the other side and may never get there because um, apparently families and, you know, they, they, with the whole two truths and a lie sort of thing, they have kids and they, they subject them to, you know, the just trying to go for it. And in some cases, you know, people go out and they live, they live a life for themselves and, and eventually, you know, like ACDC song says, welcome to the jungle, we're going to watch you bleed. That's what he's talking about. They're watching from above, as uh, I think it was a Justin Timberlake song, or somebody said, you know, you know something about uh, our view is different from, from up above or something like that. So you've got, you've got these, you've got people that are able to, see ghosts and they're able to see everything that's going on in the world presumably because they are ghosts even though they still have their body in some cases I don't know how else you can see a ghost without becoming one which means you have to pass and ironically I was actually seeking to die for a bit after I realized that that's the only way to get to the other side, break on through to the other side. You have to die. And uh, anyway, the people, back to the compromise, two truths and a lie. So everyone you see on TV is, is, is at best telling two truths and a lie, or more commonly just lying about everything at all times. And if you lie about everything at all times, then you never run into trouble. If you tell two truths and a lie, then you may run into trouble. And some of the trouble that you may run into is, is gagging, believe it or not. If you tell the truth and you're on the other side and you're subject to these rules, again, I don't know how it's done, but it's very similar to the Force in Star Wars where Darth Vader uses the Force and is able to physically choke other people. That's real. It's real. I've experienced it and I've seen it happen to other people. And it sounds crazy, but it's real. And so to avoid the choking or the gagging, people will lie. And at best, tell two truths and one lie. Which means, if you think about billions of people 
entrapped in this scenario where they have to lie at least 30 to 50% of the time, you can understand how we would all be stuck in a land of confusion, which I believe is also a song lyric. If you end up in a land of confusion, you end up with two political parties that are yelling back and forth at each other and lies are everywhere and people struggle to understand what the lies actually are. COVID right now is a lie. It does not exist. At least it's not currently an issue. The numbers are made up. Not a single person has died from it. And the evidence is that there are no professional athletes who have died. Not even the basketball players who are spitting in each other's face and sweating all over each other. No UFC fighters, no boxers, no offensive linemen in football. No 80-year-old or 70-plus-year-old politician has died. No TV personality has died. Not a single person has died from the coronavirus so-called pandemic. So that's one lie. They're doing that, presumably, for one of two reasons, and I, I, quite frankly, I don't know which one it is. But if we are going through a pole shift in which the, radi- the atmosphere is deteriorating, then we are going to be entering into a period in which there's a higher, higher degree of radiation on the planet. And if we are going to be suffering from a higher degree of radiation, then we may be better suited by modifying our DNA or at least training our cells with messenger RNA to better handle this new environment. So that is one possibility for why COVID is to vaccinate everyone, to improve the resilience of our cells to radiation. Another possibility is to depopulate the planet. And unfortunately, it's impossible to tell which one it is because if there are a a majority, if there's a majority of people out there who believe that we are over the carrying capacity of the planet, And I do believe that we do have a majority of people who believe this. Um, Whether or not it's true is another story. But I think that if you ask a majority of millennials and zillennials if they believe that's true, they will say yes. And if that's the case, then you may find some people who think it's virtuous to take away the fertility of other people by convincing them to vaccinate. So it's one or the other, and I don't know which one it is. And I think it's really impossible to tell, which is the reason why it's important to have a control group. And unfortunately, there are risks to being in the control group, just as there are risks to being in the vaccination group. Because if it's the former and the vaccine is to inoculate people against radiation, and you're not vaccinated, then we may suffer health effects as a a result of increased radiation. But if it's the latter, and the vaccine is to depopulate the planet, then people will 
maintain their fertility, but uh, in the control group. But B also potentially, you know, so um, whereas the people that are vaccinated may potentially not be able to reproduce. Which is probably the reason why you see the focus on children and their vaccination rates. 22% apparently or 20% of the kids are, are vaccinated. So really it's impossible to tell. I, I have no idea which one it is. But it's one or the other. It's either due to radi- it's either for radiation and improving resilience so that we can eventually move to a Tesla tower and have free energy. Or it's to depopulate through uh, depopulate the planet by preventing people from being fertile. And there is a a movie about that, by the way, because there seems to be movies about everything that's happening in the world before it happens. You've got Idiocracy, you've got got, uh, The Last Man on Earth, TV show on Fox, published in 2015 that that predicted a a virus that was going to wipe out everybody in the year 2020, and uh, or rather in 2019, and the movie or the show was set in the year 2020. You also have a song, uh, "Astronaut on the Deep," that talks about killing everyone just like this purge. So, there is some evidence to suggest that the potentially something was supposed to be released and people were supposed to die in an attempt to depopulate the planet. Which which lends credence to the idea of of maybe the vaccine was intended to provide a remedy. But my theory personally is that like our political system, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I think that the most likely scenario is is that the vaccine probably includes a depopulation sequence or an infertility sequence. And we are also going into a period where the atmosphere is breaking down and we're going to be subject to more radiation. And the movie that describes that future is called Children of Men. And it describes a future of humanity in which everyone is infertile and a woman is the last person to be able to give birth. And they have to protect that child In any case, the two truths and a lie, if people tell too much of the truth, they end up being choked, like Darth Vader chokes people in the movie Star Wars. Now, this force can be used, or rather, let's talk a little bit about more, a little bit more about that. The reason why I got on tonight, or got on this morning to talk about this is because if I end up choosing to go to Europe and if I potentially end up on the other side, I will use a signal, I will tell a consistent lie, if I'm required to lie. I will tell a consistent lie. 
so that you know which one it is. My favorite color is green. I also enjoy hot pink. I think it's pretty cool. But my favorite color is green. I'm definitely a libertarian. I think everyone in America who believes that they should have the right to say what they want and do what they want also is a libertarian. <clears throat> Unless they believe that they have the right to tell other people what to do. Which the vast majority of Americans, when it comes to themselves, whether or not they want to be told what to do, would say no, which means that if they treated others as they want to be treated themselves, then they would also be libertarian. The problem is that a lot of people feel that once they have the upper hand in politics or whatever, they're not going to treat others as they want to be treated. They're going to treat others as they want to treat them. And then they will suffer the consequences when they end up back on the other side. And other people say, well, what goes around comes around. Karma's a bitch. And you can see how we're stuck in this endless cycle of karma and what goes around comes around. When really all we need to do is treat other people with respect and allow everybody to do whatever they want and say anything they want. So long as they're not physically harming another person or infringing upon the rights of that individual by stealing or, or physically harming them. So that's what's going on in the world and in America especially. And that's the reason why it's so difficult for people to figure out what's true. That's the reason why you can end up in a scenario where in 1987, Ronald Reagan repeals the Fairness Doctrine and you find yourself with a news media that is purely entertainment as opposed to speaking on, well, what the Fairness Doctrine required, providing equal airtime to both sides of an opinion. Yes, believe it or not, before 1987, you had news channels, every single news channel was obligated to share both sides of a story on, in any given news report. They're not doing that anymore. The Fairness Doctrine was repealed in 1987. And then after President Trump nominated two Supreme Court justices to the bench, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, whom have presumed, have as of late, uh, been ruling better. But they initially upheld the repeal of net neutrality after the FCC repealed net neutrality. It went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court refused to hear the case, and in doing so, upheld the lower court's ruling, which upheld the repeal. and thereby institutionalized corporate censorship through prioritizing, blocking uh, data. And as a result, with the combination of net neutrality being repealed and the Fairness Doctrine having been repealed in 1987, 
everything, 100% of what you see on the airwaves is fake news. Virtually everything. There's no way to prove it's not. There's no way to be sure. I mean, I'd say 98% is a fair estimate. Because anytime you say someone says all or always, it's generally wrong. But I'd say 98% of what you see on the news is false. COVID is a lie. And the so-called big lie, the opposite also is true. The, The reality with our election system is that Almost all the machines, the election machines in the election software used in our elections, 48 out of 50 states used hacked election software. And if you can hack it in any one of hundreds of thousands of access points across the country, you can rig the entire election. And the reason why this is being done is because the deep state is a true democracy. People actually have, it's one one person, one vote. And the majority rules. And in 2019, the Democrats uh, took, you know, they won. They beat the neocons, the, the neoconservative Republicans, for the first time since the CIA and National Security Act pass in 1947 and 1949. Unfortunately, the neocons simply switched parties and joined the Democrats because Biden also is a neocon. And the Democrats chose to fire the president that had been elected but never assumed office in the deep state and replaced that person with President Biden in the 2020 election. And And so, in doing so, President Biden proceeded with the cover-up of 9-11 because he and President Bush are directly culpable. Biden is from Delaware, represents, represents the Federal Reserve, and takes credit on video on my website at libertystrikesback.com Implicating Director Mueller of the FBI taking credit for passing the Patriot Act, which subjects the entire world to surveillance, which Edward Snowden talked about in great detail. He said that it's a turnkey authoritarian system for tyranny and dictatorship. And it's been in place since 2001. And things have gotten progressively and aggressively 
worse for the American people ever since then. Here's another lie for you. Um, so in other words, the big lie that the Democrats are saying that the election was secure, that's the actual big lie. And people like Trump, who I'm also not a fan of, uh, but he's talking about how the election is was stolen. That's actually closer to the truth. So the big lie is actually what you see, in this case, on CNN. COVID and election security are both lies. The elections are not secure. And they're not secure on purpose because the shadow state wants to maintain control over everything that happens. And so they have their secret ballot. It's a global shadow state. And they vote. And whoever wins in these elections take place in the year before the election year. So, for example, the shadow state elections in 2019 and the actual election that we know about is in 2020. So I'm going to guess that the next one is going to be in 2023 in advance of the 2024 election. Which makes things, you know, makes things difficult for the average American who, or the average individual around the world who is just trying to figure things out. So I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to go to Europe, which requires me to get on a plane, which means I could end up... The indications have... It's tough to know what's real and what's not. I mean, some things are true. Some things actually end up happening. Other things don't end up happening. And that's the whole two truths and a lie. But but people have been trying to get me to go to Dubai. And Dubai is this global center spy state, essentially. Um, And if you've ever seen Men in Black and you've never been to Dubai... Watch Men in Black, and you'll know you'll you'll know what it's like to be in Dubai. Uh, you've you've got basically when I was walking through the airport in Dubai, I saw people that had their face covered, and their skin tone was off. Like some people have seemingly blue skin or green skin. It was it was weird. And I didn't really understand what was going on at the time. This is when I was getting out of the Marine Corps. They flew me through Dubai because they thought I was a spy. And they thought, well, maybe if we put him in Dubai, maybe he'll just report back to whoever it is that he's, that's running him. This, again, goes back to me taking my phone into a secret room as a result of an alcohol incident and essentially just trying to get fired from the Marine Corps. But they thought I stole information related to 9-11 being an inside job or other things, and they thought that I was a spy, so they flew me back through Dubai, and it was in Dubai that I realized that people didn't look like actual people. And so I think the reality is that we already do have aliens uh, on Earth, 
and um, it, we've the reality is probably closer to men in black in which there are different species on the planet and somebody told me at one point with a random comment that quote different species have different capabilities so some people have the ability to hear what you're saying other people have the ability to use um, what is it kinesthetic where they can move things with their mind um, some people have the ability to affect the, the weather some people have the ability to um, project what's it I, I'm forgetting the name of it right now but my memory has been suffering as of late too and my eyesight actually I've always had eagle eyes and I've noticed that I'm having a hard time reading the television screen from afar or even reading the small print on a shampoo bottle. So I'm having trouble seeing things lately too. Which is not good. That's another symptom of Havana syndrome. Um, so anyway, Dubai is the spy headquarters of the world and presumably the capital for the global shadow state, which you might know as the deep state. And it's a global democracy, one person, one vote. And that's why you hear people talking about protecting our democracy instead of protecting the republic. Because we America is not a democracy. America is a, a constitutional republic, a democratic republic in which we elect representatives. And those representatives are supposed to represent the people, but they do not. And when people decide that they're going to jump the narrative, like Tulsi Gabbard and Justin Amash did, uh, regardless of which party you're from, because Amash was a Republican and Gabbard was a Democrat, they both elected to resign from Congress. Now, why is that? Why did two people who decided to speak out leave Congress when they were clearly more popular after speaking out than they were beforehand? Somehow they must have been forced out. If I end up getting elected at some point, they both have a spot in my cabinet, that's for sure. But um, unfortunately, the shadow state, or at least the controlling powers of the shadow state, which ironically, the Democratic Party thought they were doing a good thing until they elected another neocon, and the evidence that the neocons are running the show is that President Bush supported now President Biden and the Cheneys recently crossed the aisle and they are now acting in concert with the Democratic Party, which is supporting COVID and the big lie that elections are secure. The good news is that there are people on the other side of the aisle 
and the Republican side that still champion liberty. The bad news about the Republican Party is that because of the two truths and a lie aspect of it, they are expressing, Republicans are expressing their distaste for the lies of the deep state in uh, in a basically in, with anti-Muslim rhetoric because oil and oil money from the Muslim states are what dominates politics, which is the reason why the Bush family has been so, so successful. Anyway, I know that this is another winding podcast, but I wanted to share this because if I end up on the other side and I am obligated to tell two truths and a lie or one truth and one lie, then I want you to know that I am going to intentionally broadcast the lie or group of lies that I speak of will be the same ones over and over again. My favorite color is green. That is the truth. My favorite color is green. That's the truth. That's why I wear a green tie, because liberty is tied to nature. And if our money and our liberty is not tied to the health and wealth of nature, then everything goes down. My favorite color is green. And that's it. So I guess that's what I have to say for this evening. Liberty is clean air, fresh water, healthy organic food, money that retains value over time and is owned by the people. And a constitution that is applied evenly to all people at all times by default and without exception. And that's not happening right now. It's time to restore liberty in America and around the world for all people. Because we, the people, deserve our liberty and our ability to think, speak, and act freely. We deserve our right to self-defense and the ability to choose the manner in which we, do, we want to defend ourselves. We have the right to privacy and the right to self-sovereignty. We also have the right to due process and law. And all of these are being denied by the shadow state, which requires people to tell two truths and one lie and give up privacy in favor of total transparency. It's also the reason why you're seeing so much anonymity on social media, especially on Twitter. Shadow state requires two truths and a lie. My favorite color is green. This is Joe McHugh with the Liberty Strikes Back podcast. Let's restore liberty in America and around the world.